Hello friend, welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rotua, your regular host. Praise God for a beautiful day to come your way with God's word. And thank you for tuning in to listen. May you be enriched in your heart and increase in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and our Father as you share this time with me. We have been sharing together about the subject of confessions and it has been quite revealing to some of us and refreshing for others including myself. Thank God for his word that is new every time we learn and every time we study or meditate on it. Today I will be sharing more things about confessions to further deepen our knowledge and practice of it. Our everyday practice is sustained by revelation knowledge. Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So don't go away. I will be right back to continue after this time out. Welcome back. In Mark chapter 4, verse 3 to 10, Jesus gave a parable about the sower and the seed and the ground. You can take some time to read it afterwards to familiarize yourself with it because Jesus said it is the key to understanding his other parables and the way the kingdom of God operates. In verse 14, Jesus explains that the seed the sower sows are words. That is really interesting. In other words, Jesus wants us to treat our words as seeds. Yes, your words are seeds. What the orange seed is to the natural farmer is what our words are to us. When we live with this consciousness, we will become more careful and selective about our words. What are you meant to do with the seeds to benefit from them? We have to plant them. Every time we speak words, Jesus says we are planting. That is very huge irresponsibility. Your confession, therefore, is a means of deliberately planting the seeds in your life. So, the question is, what seeds are you planting or watering? Let the Word of God regulate what you are planting. Now, where are you planting it? Let's see the parable again. 
Jesus talked about the different soils on which the sower sowed his seeds. And in his interpretation, he referred to the soil as the heart or the mind of man. That is where you plant the seed of the Word of God. Hmm. Quite a few things to learn from here. First, the seed cannot do anything or there can be no manifestation of desired results until the Word is planted and the soil receives it and grows to harvest from the soil. God has therefore placed the manifestation of your desires on your laps. He has done all he needs to do in Christ Jesus and now given it all to us. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 and 4 says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and excellence. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Jesus now says about how the kingdom of God operates in Mark 4.26. He said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Note that it is not God that casts the seed into the ground of our hearts or minds. We are the ones to cast it or plant it through our confessions. God's power is it in the seed of his word. It is released through your words. This is what determines manifestation. You know you can't plant orange seed and expect to reap guava. So watch the seed you are planting. Plant the right words into your life and it will bring out pleasant harvests. Another reason to plant the seed of the word into our heart soil is that it is the only means of transforming or converting our souls. You see, friend, God does not just walk anyhow we wish Him to. He has laid down principles for us to walk with. In Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, I therefore urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices that are holy and pleasing to God. For this is the reasonable way for you to worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but continually be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may be able to determine what God's will, that is, what is proper, pleasing and perfect. 
Jesus said in the parable of the sower that when the word is planted right, it will lead to the conversion or transformation of the soul. That means your heart or your mind must see and agree with the word of God. Your thinking must be affected by God's word. This is a never-ending process because we always have word seeds that seek to be planted in our heart soils that when they grow, they will turn to seeds that can choke God's word and render it with little or no harvest. A transformed or converted soul will always make the confession of God's word in the face of challenges its priority. The primary way to transform the soul is therefore through words that are spoken and heard. And like I always say, the most important person to hear is you. You hear yourself the loudest. Keep confessing God's word and it will create an environment for your seeds to bring a harvest. Remember, it is not God who plants. Your role is to plant it and to water it with your confessions. I hear someone asking why it seems sometimes this confession business doesn't work. Let's take a closer look at Jesus' parable again for find the answers. Notice in the parable that some seeds fell on stony ground and some fell among thorns and the seeds could not bring forth fruit to harvest. This means the word can be among stones and thorns and not produce. A stony heart is one full of doubt and unbelief, while a thorny heart is one overwhelmed with cares and fears. With these, the word that will bring a harvest will not survive. So how do you deal with this? Still with the same process. The process of renewing to cause transformation or converting of the mind. And as we said earlier, by confessing the word until it dominates your thinking, we can safely say for many Christians who declare God's word, the first level of confessions will be clearing out weeds or thorns and removing stones until the mind is cleared of them. Then proper planting will begin to take place to bring forth a good and desired harvest. So I urge you, my dear friend, don't give up on the confession of God's word consistently and persistently. Rest assured that this principle and process works. Don't give up in the middle of the road. Many things are happening simultaneously every time you declare God's word in your confession. It will get to a critical point when the manifestation will appear to all. I leave you with Paul's admonition in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, where he said, Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them, that your profiting may appear to all. Praise God. I'm sure you are blessed by that. Thank you for staying with me until now. I call you blessed, highly favored, and victorious. Please feel free to reach out to me through 
another call or SMS or WhatsApp using the number that will be given to you shortly. I will be glad to hear from you. And until I come your way again next weekend, same time on this station, keep living in the joyful atmosphere of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681. Or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org and you can join us by 9am every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church. Number 2, Akiomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Lagomeji, Jabba, Lagos. God bless you. God's grace, grace that is greater.